0: You drive by something and then this memory comes on to you. So you choose to forgive, it's a, it's a choice. And not for that person, because they may not even care, they're you know doing whatever they, but it's for you. It's for your own sanity.
1: Welcome to another edition of TBI Talking Brain Injury from Brain Injury Alliance, Colorado. I'm your host, Phil, a mentor with BX since 2019 and four-time recipient of brain injuries I don't even remember, plus, a couple I kind of do remember. Today I'm talking with Joanna Rosa Science, a single mother of three in North Denver.
0: The truth is I'm just a big kid raising kids. I love jumping on that trampoline with them, playing squirt guns. I mean, <laughs> throwing the football around.
1: Joanna is the very first to tell you she lives for her kids. Up at six, sleep by midnight if she's lucky. Joanna's brain injury though, it did not come from an accident or a collision or even genetics. Her TBI came from years of domestic violence.
0: While I was going through, you know, a divorce, and while I had to deal with infidelity, and, and while, you know, I was covering bruises with makeup, I told myself, Joanna, you can't get bitter. You just have to be better.
1: Better, not bitter. It's one of many mottos Joanna lives by, and it's the inspiration for her biggest journey yet, a nonprofit, Joanna Signs Enterprises, where she's building awareness curriculum for students, It's made to end the cycle of domestic abuse before it begins.
0: That idea is too big. I'm like, too big for who? And so the next day I went and filed paperwork.
1: Joanna leaves literally nothing off the table. She talks about her abusive relationship, forgiveness, faith and growth, and how this unique curriculum is soon going worldwide, maybe with the help of a pilot's license. October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month here in the U.S., if you know a survivor or anyone impacted by domestic violence, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. A reminder that our guests are here to share stories of recovery and what has worked for them, so please contact your doctor for medical advice and the treatment that's best for you. It's Phil back on the BAC podcast, Talking Brain Injury, TBI, and today I'm joined by Joanna Rosa Signs. Joanna, great to have you here on Zoom. Too bad we couldn't be in person, but Zoom works.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Phil. Yeah, Zoom does work, and if the audience hears some lovely birds of mine, shout out to Gucci and Chanel. (laughs) Um, I apologize, but yeah, thanks for having me. How are you?
1: I'm guessing you've named the birds, Gucci and Chanel.
0: Gucci and Chanel, and they do have middle names, Chicken Wing. So we have Gucci, Chicken, and Chanel Wing. So we either call them Uh, chicken wing or gucci and chanel
1: (laughs) now do you own these birds or are these birds that just kind of fly by your window so much that you've you've kind of taken them into the family
0: oh goodness well i'm not cinderella but uh we do own the birds they're family pets um easy to maintain and yes uh they're they bring so much joy to our lives sometimes i view these birds as who I am. Sometimes we get stuck in these cages and we just want to fly away. So being here on the show today with you is a way for me to fly away out of my cage and really uh, jump into some deep stuff with uh, traumatic brain injuries.
1: Well, I love it. Uh, So I've never had a bird. I got to know before we jump into these things, what is the trick to being a bird owner? Because, um, well... I don't think I could have a bird because um, I am just really bad at leaving doors shut. I think my bird would fly <laughs> away.
0: <laughs> well, uh, we have t- love birds, and um, I guess the the key is really including them, being an inclusive part of your family. What I have done, the boys and I, I'm single mom of three kiddos, and. We sing to our birds because they're lovebirds and, uh, they stay in a cage. We haven't pulled them out yet. They're still new to our family, but, um, yeah, as long as you, I guess, as long as you just keep them in the cage, uh, you'll be okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll keep that in mind. When I get a bird, I just got to close the door, close the door. <laughs> well, you, and you got three boys. Um, so I'm guessing, did the boys pick all the names or just the chicken wing?
0: they contributed to all the names. It's funny because uh, I'm a Latina woman. And so not only do my birds have two names, but they have like four last names. Go Latino culture. Yay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like meeting a, a purebred dog. Um, when I was a kid, we had a purebred dog and his name was, we called him Frick, but his full name, <laughs> Baron Von Freakover. Who named him Baron Von Frickover? I have no idea. This dog was not a Baron. He was just a miserable old man. But, well, maybe that is a Baron. I don't know.
0: Aww. <laughs> I love that name. You know, in a world where you can be anything, I say just be yourself. And so there you go. Baron dog, your dog, had a name and was definitely extraordinary and not ordinary.
1: <laughs> he lived up to it. That is for sure. Baron Von Frickover. Frick. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, Joanna, um, unfortunately, we've never had the chance to meet in person, but we connected through uh, Zach, who's in charge of uh, the BIAC mentorship group here in Colorado. Um, And I wanted to find out a little bit about, well, first of all, how you found BIAC. How'd you get involved with BIAC?
0: First out, shout out to Zach. Amazing individual who really cares about the TBI community. Um, I got in contact with him uh i was on another zoom <laughs> uh heard about their organization and what they do um and somebody that's dealing with the tbi i really wanted to uh help others for me when going through these adversities helping others is just part of like this healing process so i am a mentor um through biac and it's it's an amazing amazing program and i have such an amazing mentee and yeah it is Part of this healing process. So that's how I know that.
1: And now we got to get into, well, your experience with TBI and healing process. Um, a, a lot of folks that I've had on the show, um, they've, you know, had uh, lots of car accidents, car accidents or motorcycle accidents. They've had some sort of, uh, you know, single traumatic injury that has led to their uh, brain injury or, you know, like cumulative injuries from sports. Yours is much different, I guess. Share with me your background with TBI and your injury.
0: Sure. Well, um, thank you for asking. Uh, One thing is I feel that there's so much value in vulnerability. And so what I'm about to share with you and our audience is very vulnerable. Um, But I'm hoping that somebody out there, one of these listeners, can relate and really just gather hope from it. So my TBI came from domestic violence. I'm a survivor of domestic violence. And, um, you know, it was being a Latina woman, like I said, that culture, you don't talk about it. You, uh, it happened to your mother, your grandmother, it's just like this cycle. So for me, it took, it took a long time to get out of, um, but as I saw how it affected my three young boys and, uh, and then now somebody that has a TBI due to being, Almost strangled to my death, um, and having my head repeatedly hit on the ground, um, I, I now deal with uh, headaches—something that I've never had, um, where they will just come on strong. And so, really finding the way to cope with this. Um, thank God that I, I had left um, the the abusive marriage, and um, actually found full forgiveness for him, um, but. You know, I am somebody that um, does not let stigmas get to me, whether it's domestic violence, whether it's having a TBI, um, but really like navigating life and, okay, now what's next? Now, how do we deal with this?
1: Okay. How long were you married?
0: Seven years.
1: And like you mentioned, it's a cycle, something that uh, unfortunately you felt stuck in. Is, Is that how it felt, you know, during those seven years that, you know, this is just... What happened? This is just how things go.
0: You know, it wasn't all bad. Um, when you deal with a, a narcissist or somebody that has these traits, um, it's fine in the beginning. And it, it started off with a simple push or this certain behavior. Uh, for me, um, I always wanted to blame something else. And so this was my first marriage. It was um, the first time I've ever been with an alcoholic. And so uh, that's what I would blame it on. I made a lot of excuses like, oh, if I'm drinking, he wouldn't have done that. He wouldn't have pushed me down the stairs. He, you know, he wouldn't have done certain things to me because, you know, he was intoxicated. And so um, I allowed it to become normal. And then culturally, keeping my family together is number one. Um, and then, you do not you're not supposed to talk about it, you know, um, so it was it wasn't all bad, Phil in the beginning um there was like this grooming process, you know, but then when it got bad, it got bad, and then it finally got worse in the end of twenty nineteen after an infidelity um and then twenty twenty right before a pandemic hit, this had happened um and so yeah it it definitely grew um and I now um, look back and think about what I could have done differently, which I'm not keeping myself in that blame. But um, through this pain, there is something beautiful that came from it. Um, I created an international nonprofit, which focuses on education, advocacy, and allies to really increase public awareness. Um, My nonprofit is internationally known. One of the very first topics in it is domestic violence. Um, so I created a curriculum where I'm in high schools. I I started at my son's high school at North high school with our ninth graders, just teaching what that looks like. So not only teaching like, uh, healthy relationships and seeing the signs, but how we can prevent these TBIs in the future, because a lot of these kiddos at school may live in a household where it's happening. And so, yeah, like I said, through this pain, beauty came from it. And I'm very grateful.
1: And I'm so grateful for your resiliency in the face of all this, that you turned tragedy into something that is now helping other people. The nonprofit, uh, what's the name?
0: Joanna Signs Enterprises. And thank you for that comment. I'm no better than anyone else. Like I said in the beginning, there's so much value in being vulnerable. And that's really all that has happened. I'm just going into the schools where kiddos can relate to me like, wow, that's my mom right now. Or, oh my goodness, like that's all it is. And it's really like empowering their voices and breaking the silence of domestic violence.
1: And with this curriculum, I guess, yeah, where does it start? Does it start with right there? Like what you just told me, be vulnerable, break the silence, don't let, uh, don't make excuses. Is that kind of where, well, is that how you broach the topic with high schoolers? (laughs)
0: Yeah, well, in high school, um, and I'm also in middle school, um, but with high school, it's, really, it's no other, it's nothing different than sex education, preventative maintenance. And so I call this healthy relationships, but we do use the term domestic violence, but healthy relationships. And so what does that look like? We teach them the terms like gaslighting, love bombing, things of that short sort. Um, I actually have uh, another class coming up um, the in October, uh, and October is also domestic violence month. So I'll be back at North High School. Um, uh, I do a week long process. I work with the freshmen, and in that um, Monday and Tuesday, we really work on the terminology of all manipulation and all of these words, um, and, and real, and really an interactive process. And then from there, um, Wednesday and Thursday, it is a panel. So I bring on elected officials that talk about it students that have dealt with this that talk about it we have a really good panel where we have great dialogue um when you have nothing to hide you hide nothing and so by like i said i utilize like speaking with you is just part of the healing process and so i bring others on Um, we have this panel that wednesday thursday and then friday it's solutions day so now what are we going to do about this they write love letters to themselves there's art um, I, I like to draw as well. So I just bring in examples. Um, music, just, you know, writing letters to our legislators, really making a change. Um, so I guess the first step is to really increase public awareness. And that's taking off that band aid, Bill. So instead of putting another band aid on another band aid, that's what I did through my seven years of marriage, just band aid after band aid after band aid. But really taking them all off and getting down to the root cause is where true change can be made.
1: And a great place to start is with, like you said, your own children. I, I, you told me that, um, well, they are they are your life. Not only your life, they take up a lot of time. <laughs> Three boys, I can't <laughs> imagine. Um, now, t- tell me about your kids. Uh, is your oldest in high school or do you have more than one in high school?
0: I have, my oldest is in high school, uh, 11th grade, uh Just made the varsity football team so proud of him. I know I am. I am so grateful for my children. You know, everything that I do is revolved around them. Any volunteer position I take on is, I think about how is this going to help my children and my two younger ones. um, I have also a fifth grader and a second grader. So, The truth is, I'm just a big kid raising kids. I love jumping on that trampoline with them, playing squirt gun. I mean, (laughs) throwing the football around. Um, But they really are my motivation in my everyday life. And after leaving my abusive marriage, I was able to really hone in on them even more and and, and figure out. And so it is because of them that I have created this. You know, my mom failed was staying in a marriage for so long because at that point he was financially in charge. And, you know, I kind of surrendered everything. And being a Latina woman, I, I really believe in having the man being the head of the house. And, you know, for me that it works for me, not everyone, you know, but I I really love being at home and cultivating that home life. And so after leaving that, taking a long, long time to leave that, um, I was really able to just focus on the kids and um, just so super proud to be a part of their lives, to be their mother, you know, that the mom Bill was staying because I was like, oh, they need to have a father in their life. and But I was making an excuse. It was somebody that was an alcoholic. And my mom, Wynn, is um, going back into the schools and teaching these kiddos like, hey, we don't have to repeat that cycle. So yeah, it is because of them. Shout out to my children. I appreciate every stretch mark. I appreciate everything that they have given me, and uh, they are the they are the legacy. This is why I created Joanna Stein's Enterprises because it is them who will take this on in our community to really fight for education, advocacy, and work with our allies.
1: And they've got an incredible role model in you to be able to uh, continue on with that mission. Um, now, as you were going through domestic abuse, as you were going through, well. That roughest part of your life, um, what kind of support system did you have? Did you have folks that you felt confident you could reach out to, confide in or was was that missing as well? Did you have a you around?
0: My you is God. I've always had God around and he God is the one that helped me get through this and putting people in my life. I didn't have like a really strong connection like I had people here and there. Um, and it was hard, especially when you have somebody who's controlling and, you know, you were unable to do certain things. But um, yeah, it was by the grace of God that I was able to leave that. Um, even though while I was in the marriage, I was very hopeful on my faith and like, he's going to change. We're going to get through this. Um, so it didn't like deflect me from that. But um, yeah, I'm a child of God and grateful that God helped me get through it. And all the glory goes to him. He like all to him.
1: (laughs) Did you find that it, well, did you find that, that your faith was strengthened as you finally made your way out of the abusive relationship? Um, that, uh, or maybe you found a different part of your faith.
0: You know, my faith did get stronger through this as much as I wanted my marriage to work. You know, that was me. And sometimes in this life we want to do something for ourselves instead of really surrendering and allowing allowing what's supposed to be be. And so when I fully surrendered, I I got this type of supernatural power, Star Wars over here. <laughs> um, that really helped activate. And you know, every day Phil is a it's not well, it's not promised, first off um I, every morning I'm grateful to be here to wake up today is my kids second day at their of school and we just started yesterday and just to be here it, to be here and to be present is is everything and so when you really put your life like that and you know today is today and today we got to make the best day ever it really helps you like hone in even though I have like a five-year goals and things like that but focusing on today and what are these adversities for today. So yes, making it like making it like that in my life has helped strengthen me for the next day to come.
1: I think that's incredible advice. And it's advice that I've taken to heart myself from, um, Oh, you know, one or two people in my life that, uh, you know, it was actually a relationship very long time ago that, uh, I'm no longer involved with anymore, but I took a lot of uh, good, um, good insight from that relationship where, you know, we said, we're going to wake up every day and choose to be with each other. And when that goes, we should talk about it. Mm. And as hard as it was to talk about it when that faded, we did. And you know what? It's, uh, it made for one of, I would say one of the best end of a relationships I've ever had in my life. You know, instead of two people just fading off or, you know, um, just being kind of bitter about things, it actually made for a, Well, what you hope from for a relationship when it has to end um you know when you see a good friend leave it's hard to see a good friend leave but as long as you know that that's coming and you can talk about it um it helped um and it was oh yeah i that that advice of you know just just waking up every day and being honest with yourself and when you can't be honest with yourself realizing all right now it's time to have that hard conversation um that was helpful incredibly helpful
0: Bill, you said, you said a word that really um, resonated with me and that I have turned around when this happened. So you said the word bitter and while I was going through, you know, a divorce and while I had to deal with infidelity and, and while, you know, I was covering bruises with makeup, I told myself, Joanna, you can't get bitter. You just have to be better. And I have lived by that model. We have a choice stay better or get better. And not that I'm better than anyone, because I am the first one to say that I am at fault, you know, with um, with my own mistakes that I learn about every single day and I try to improve. But we have a choice to be better, to be better. And that, that brought me to a place where the beginning of this year, I was able to truly forgive my ex-husband, whether he is not involved in the ch- kids life that you know I don't help but there's no help or anything on my end i i wish him well and i know that there you know he's hurting inside and it took me a long time to get to this point to to figure out like wow this is somebody another human being that's following his own path as well and unfortunately his insecurities and anger. I was a punching bag and I allowed myself to stay in that. Um, but then to get out so that I'm trying to teach other women, you don't have to be the punching bag or men I actually have a lot of men that have come out to me and I, I'm helping them. But um, yeah, to really, once you hit that, not being better and becoming better, then you're able to have more room in your heart uh, for love, And that love then transcends into true peace and joy. And again, as we wake up in the morning and we have that, our day set ahead of us, you know, grateful for today's day, living in that peace and joy where nobody can take away from you is essential. And that's really what has helped me, um, you know, being somebody that I can vulnerably say, you know, has a TBI. I have to deal with headaches sometimes and, um, I have to deal with this, this. And so it's like, okay, what do I do next from this? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for saying that word. Trigger word for me. Well,
1: (laughs) well, and I appreciate how you've turned that trigger into just such a powerful phrase. Don't be bitter, be better. Um,
0: Just it
1: it encapsulates (laughs) so, so much about, well, the journey that you're on and the journey that you help other people on too. Uh, As you were, as you were finding your way to forgiveness, was it a daily thing that you were doing Um, or did it just one time, you know, maybe at one moment earlier this year, you realized, okay, I'm at a place where I can do this.
0: I would say daily, but not even daily. It could be hourly. It could be two times within the hour. Like you have to forgive this person, you know, these things come up or you drive by something and then this memory comes on to you. So you choose to forgive. It's a, it's a choice and not for that person because they may not even care. They're, you know, doing whatever they, but it's for you. It's for your own sanity to forgive. And so I was feeling like I was having to forgive and to forgive and forgive and forgive. And, you know, with all due respect on his end, like I'm not here to, to bash him at all. By the way, if you are listening, praying for you your son loves you, you know, when you're ready, when you're healthy, (laughs) feel free to reach out. But uh, nonetheless, I, I really feel that taking this the day by day, and, and the forgiveness of not holding something against anyone just, you know, you can never forget, like, obviously, I'm talking to you about TBI, because I haven't forgotten about what happened. And it's really about, okay, let's bring awareness now. And so it's that peace, and the joy that can't be taken away and that is where it's at
1: absolutely Somebody can
0: grab a nugget take that one
1: <laughs> definitely well and, and l- like you mentioned you know we're here talking of course because a uh, common connection is biac um tell me about some of the symptoms you have and, and how you've been dealing with those from head injury like you said uh, headaches um and they'll yeah, come on strong headaches
0: uh sometimes like memory loss like within like the recent memory loss like mom i said i went at this and like oh my gosh i completely forgot you know like baby you're going to have to I'm telling my kids like baby write it on the board or you know and so i feel like that and i think um because of this and knowing that that it you know like how i am um i've really I, i've taken a pause to like in dating after the divorce, I was like, I'm just going to date Jesus for these three years. And I have. <laughs> but like, I think the next chapter, now that my heart is open and ready and willing to take that next step um, is figuring out, okay, how does dating look? You know, how, how is that going to look? And I think that's going to be like the next challenge for me. But yeah, how do you how do you talk to somebody about this? Like, oh, this happened. And If I forget something, like, I'm sorry, you know, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, how do we do it? I don't want to forget an anniversary. I'm like a romantic at heart. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know, I can tell you've got uh, birds, Gucci and Chanel.
0: <laughs> Gucci and Chanel, and they're birds. Yeah, I have a and lot love of love birds. to oh, give. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's one of those constant questions for a lot of folks that have brain injuries. How do I actually, you know, bring this topic up without it sounding like, or, or just, you know, naturally? I think that's the, the, the toughest one is how do I just naturally say this? And I think like you, Joanna, um, a lot of people have good humor about it it's just oops i'm sorry i forgot or put it on the board baby (laughs) just put it on the board (laughs) mom won't forget if you put it on the board or you know i've got a friend who's like if i don't forget your name or if, if, if if I still can't remember your name after I met you five times, don't worry. I've just hit my head a whole lot. Um, Mm. we'll, we'll, we'll figure this one out. And you know, people are usually like, Oh yeah, of course, no worries. I think sometimes, um, you know, when it comes to like memory issues or even uh, some of the more severe issues, as soon as we can realize that, you know what, this is just how life is going to have to go. Um, other people are very understanding. Um, Mm You know that the, the, I love what you had to say when you're when you're honest with yourself. When you approach life with joy and love, um, people just feel that they sense that, and the and the right people in your life will will be drawn to you.
0: Well, I am. Thank you. I feel like I'm Dory over here sometimes. Like, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I do know another language. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's really life. Like, we just got to keep swimming and during this journey of life like what are we you know be for one being honest with ourselves when you have nothing to hide you hide nothing there is so much value and vulnerability like here I am telling you guys you know my whole life but I, I share this with with love and with hope that somebody out there that's listening can that you know if they're going through it if they're in the um domestic violence, they're still the victim. You know, I feel like there's two different, there's a victim. And then there's just, you know, when you become a survivor, because sometimes you're still in it, but if you're listening and you're going through this, like there is hope and you got to put yourself first. You got to love yourself. And I love myself and I love my children. And let me tell you, Phil, it's hard being a single mom, you know, maintaining, being the breadwinner, um, making sure, am I going to have enough money to make sure XL energy paid, got good old XL energy, big gold bills.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> but like, again, like having that, that faith, I think has really helped. Um, and yeah, just knowing that you can, and, and, and you can actually, um, That goes into my tagline. Um, So the tagline of my nonprofit, Joanna Science Enterprises, is you can. And CAN is an acronym for Community Action Network. I believe it takes a network of community to take action to really change the world. So that's what you're a part of today, Phil. You're changing the world by giving me this platform to speak, to let others hear that it takes a network of us, a network of our community to take this action. Let's talk about these tbis let's talk about domestic violence or homelessness or mental health drug issue let's really have this candid uh dialogue with each other so others know that they can because if i can do it phil so can you
1: absolutely and solution and progress only comes from actually talking about it um if if it's brushed under the rug nothing gets done right and, right. and um, as you've build, been building this community, so so how old is your nonprofit? When did you start it?
0: Oh my gosh, I just started it. All right, <laughs> and by the and by the grace of God, we're in seven countries already. We're wow. international. Um, <clears throat> I started it because as I wanted to get into an education, I was I was um, a participant at this other nonprofit, and my heart was really telling me we got to get to the kids. And so I brought it up. Hey, it was a, you know, domestic violence nonprofit. I was like, I really would like to create a curriculum. And the executive director of that nonprofit was like, "Mm, that idea is too big. I'm like too big for who? And so the next day I went and filed paperwork day after my son's birthday, (laughs) July 19th. And then I went and filed paperwork and it began January of this year. Um, So, and I already had started the work. We had, we had created a, um, curriculum and I got it into my son's high school. i have been a professional volunteer. That's mm. what I like to call it. But <laughs> <laughs> for 20 years, a grassroots community organizer. And so I have a lot of you know connections with people. And I was like, Hey, I would love to, I would love to implement this in school. And so, uh, shout out to the principal at North high school, uh, Herman principal Herman introduced me to an amazing teacher, Dr. Coffee. Um, in that we uh, created you know this whole week-long training uh, which we received a proclamation uh, which has been amazing and then here we are again October's coming around the corner and here we go again um, with Ama- with uh, another teacher by the way Amanda and uh, dr. Coffey and we are uh, we have created a safe space in the school for these students. And it's um, incredible how it organically has happened, and how having these conversations led to um, other countries and other leaders, like in Africa and Nicaragua and in Asia, um, just having these issues where we're empowering other voices and uh, and being heard through solidarity and harnessing insights and perspective to tackle this global issue. We have had um, the pandemic, pandemic 19 was a global issue, but mm-hmm. the silent pandemic was domestic violence. And so I think really being inclusive and working alongside our allies to facilitate these you know, candid uh, conversations, this dialogue, the true collaboration, and the solutions that really foster the opportunities for all of us. Um, I believe that education is the way to diminish these major problems And empowering these voices, you know, when we empower each other, then we inspire to take an active role in our communities. And that's going to make our planet more peaceful. Like I talked about this peace and this joy. And by doing that, we are able to break the silence and to increase public awareness. And that's where it's at. That's what JSE is. That's our tagline. The vision is to just help one person a day by empowering their voices, you know, to break the silence by the power of God.
1: (laughs) Incredible mission. And Joanna, it honestly does not seem like anything is too big for you. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Whatever the, uh, the other leader of that nonprofit had to say, yeah, no, there's nothing too big for you. And starting right there in the halls of your son's high school, cool things happening at North high. And it's great that they've latched onto it too, and that they've given you so much support to, well really get this off the ground.
0: I'm very appreciative of every every person that's been involved.
1: Well, talking about appreciative of even that nonprofit, you know, director that said, "Yeah, too big." Yeah. You you've got so much momentum on your side. I mean, you, you single mom, you've got your kids, you've got this going into North High School, making it international now. Well, let's talk about that long-term plan. Where do you see it going, you know, 5 years from now, 10 years from now?
0: Well, the next point of our life. So I, I include my children and everything. Uh, my oldest who's 16 now, we'll be getting our pilot license together because as you need a vehicle to, you know, go down the street and help somebody with the food box, well, I kind of need a jet to go to the different countries that I'm in to really make the connection. Um, so uh, purchasing a jet is on the horizon um, to get to the countries um, that we are in, uh, very grateful in Africa, I have a huge uh, leader out there who, in th- in their country, in their little town, you know, this is, it's normal, and they're not supposed to talk about it, they would get stoned in the streets. So they have been forming groups, which um, made actually the news out here on Channel 4, where they showcased this uh, of a drawing that I had did, I had given some stickers away. Um, and they have created this group and these women and children come together and it was off of just this picture I drew about, you know, silence equals violence. Um, so I would love to go out there and meet these women, um, in person, the rest of the women, um, there's almost a hundred women and they're just, you know, utilizing this picture to really, um, break the silence and talk about it and and see that in this by not talking they're contributing to the violence still happening and so it's the first step for them you know in their country and uh, i like carrie underwood i believe in jesus take the will (laughs) so um that's all i know is what we have to do in order to be mobile Uh, to get to these places. But from there, um, whatever doors and avenues that God has for JSE, uh, Joanna Science Enterprises, um, we we are ready. We are ready. I have an amazing board of directors, uh, people that have seen me going through this, through my marriage. You know, they were uh, some of my children's friends, parents, some of the moms are on board that have known me for a really long time. Um, One of them who has her degree in, in social work, you know, she jumped on board. So, you know, it is, it is not me. It is not I, it is we, and we as a collaborative have worked together. I am just, you know, utilizing my stories, but I like to say there's even smarter people behind me. Um, (laughs) And, uh, you know, I I really believe by being this global influencer, um, just by inspiring others, Really, you can do it too, Phil, by sharing our own personal trials and tribulations. Um, we can, through that, we can show people that you can. You can turn your negatives into positives. Um, and internally, that's changing our community and changing the world. So, you know, this is just one topic and um, and that's where the future is leading us. Thank you for asking.
1: Yeah. Powerful mission. Powerful message and it might come with a pilot's license. <laughs> <That is> incredible <laughs> to <may>. think about.
0: <laughs> it may. I wow. love schooling. Um, I just, I've met and not because, not because I was like, Oh, I'm going to get the pilot license. It's because somebody else that's part of this circle, you know how life works. Like mm-hmm. the ocean is like Dory just keeps swimming. <laughs> uh, a little fish swam to me who, um, was a pilot at the, you know, there at the air force, um, long story short, an opportunity has presented itself. And, um, and here we are, here we are. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, right. These incredible doors opening for you and you've, you put the work into it. I mean, it's like, like you said, you're, you've got strong people behind you, but it takes a strong leader to gather these people together. And Joanna, I just, excited cannot wait to see what happens in year two year five year ten of this project you have going
0: well thank you and i hope i don't forget that's the thing with the tbi (laughs) i'm like oh gosh we need to do that you're right (laughs) (laughs) so i mean a message out there to the tbi community um you know lots of take a note leave it on the board write it on the board Uh, if i can do it you know so can you i i'm I'm grateful for everything that has happened to me, even the bad. And I have changed that for the positive all the time. And sometimes for the people, there's my birds going, to, going away from you. <laughs> uh, and sometimes for people that might be hard or it might be even annoying how positive, but it's a choice. We choose that just like you did in that relationship that was the best let go relationship that you had. We We choose this. And so I choose that. I choose peace. I choose joy. I choose to utilize this adversity to help others and others have the opportunity to do the same thing.
1: Joanna, thank you again so much for making the time to talk and also to your birds. I think that was them saying, that was them saying, all right, bye-bye. We got to have mom back.
0: (laughs) I'm glad you heard them. I'm telling you, they just love talking.
1: (laughs) Oh great. Well, Joanna, again, thank you for being here and sharing your insight and your experience. And um I, I really do hope that uh if anybody needs to reach out to you directly, how can they do that? How can they get a hold of you?
0: Well, thank you for asking. I wanna tell you, thank you for allowing me to be on this show. Um I was a little nervous and you just made it so easy to communicate with. So thank you for that. Um call me old fashioned call me <laughs> I would tell I tell people to call me directly but I do I do also have an email info at joannascienceenterprises.org um, I could leave that for you and a number it's so funny I am always in the media both local and national but I have no social media so
1: kind <laughs> All of <right>. strange
0: <laughs> but that's who I am uh, i Yeah. I don't want to forget to write somebody back. Right. But, um, (laughs) uh, give me a a call. There is uh, I can leave an email address. Um, I am just here to serve my community and to do the best that I can while I'm on this earth and just grateful to be here. So thank you.
1: Of course, Joanna. So if you need to reach out, just reach out to her and, um, I'll be sure to put, uh, the email address in the comment section, uh, the description for the podcast. So go find her. And of course, Joanna, I I don't even have to wish you luck. Just, I know things are going great for you. Just to do, keep on doing what you're doing. Cannot wait to see where thank it goes. You.
0: Just keep me in prayer. That Prayers go a long way. So yes, keep me in prayer. Um, yeah, thank you so much. Of, Bye everybody. Of course. Have a blessed day.
1: Talking with Joanna Science here on the TBI podcast, Talking Brain Injury from Brain Injury Alliance, Colorado.